0: Hello, everybody. I'd like to welcome you back to the Living Discipleship Ministries podcast. Uh, I'm Pastor John with Living Discipleship Ministries. I'm joined today by my good friend, Mr. Steve Jenkins. Uh, Steve's got a word for us here this morning. Uh, he's, hopefully, we're going to have him on several times and make him a regular so we can have lots of words this morning. So, Steve, you go ahead. I'll let you introduce yourself and, and get going there.
1: All right. Uh, like Pastor John said, uh, I, uh my name's Steve Jenkins. Uh, uh live here uh close to Rice. I uh this is the first one I did, so you know uh, give, have a little patience with me. <laughs> uh, but the Lord has uh been speaking to me a lot. I, I was raised in church, assemblies of God. Uh, I currently attend my father in law's church. He's a pastor, uh Pastor Lonnie Keel of Community Chapel in Corsicana. Uh, and I'm kind of a catch all. I'm the uh me and my wife. We're uh, assistant pastors sometimes, we're Sunday school teachers sometimes, youth leaders sometimes, children's church, Sunday school, um young men's and and uh and young women's uh groups. Uh, we we kinda do a lot of stuff. Uh just trying to to serve God and do a, do our part in the kingdom. Uh but the Lord has uh through the years has worked with me uh, I feel a, a calling on my life to minister and I I have been ministering for years uh, uh, and he's really blessed me through it and one of the things that he's uh lately that he's been speaking to my heart is uh, it's kind of a three-part thing uh, the first thing is love uh, the second part is his mercy and uh, self-worth uh, i i guess you can't say it'd be love self-worth and then his mercy because it takes it takes love and mercy uh from him for us to be perfect uh and if we're not comfortable with ourselves and and can't face ourselves truly in the mirror then uh you know it's difficult a lot of people say uh, i'm not worthy of being saved i'm not uh I've done too much wrong for God to to care about me or to worry about me. And and that's not true. Uh, I've had times in my life where uh, I've done things. uh, I wasn't always in church. I didn't always serve God. Uh, You know, the Bible says that no man is perfect. Um, Every man has sinned and comes short of God's glory. And it's true. Uh, Men tend to judge themselves and each other, you know, way worse than what God does. His love and His mercy covers a multitude of sins. And one of my most favorite, uh, it may be my most favorite chapter and story in the whole Bible, uh, is Hosea, the story of Hosea and uh, Gomer. And we're going to just touch on it a little bit, and I'm going to bring out some stuff. Uh, It's not real long. Uh, This is, you know, it'd be a little bit different if I was in a live church service. Uh, It's more of a teaching. But in Hosea chapter 1 and verse 2, uh, the beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take unto thee a wife of whoredoms and children of whoredoms, uh, for the land hath committed great whoredom departing from the Lord. Uh, This is a time in the Scripture in the Old Testament where uh, Israel had once again... uh, Kind of forgot God, left God, wasn't following His commandments, wasn't uh, devoting their life to Him, performing sacrifices. They uh, were chasing. Uh, they were chasing other gods, uh, looking to fulfill their flesh, their pleasures, um, and uh, just overall in a severe state of sin. And Hosea was pretty much the only. Uh, man of God in that time. He was a, a, a great man of God. Uh, and he was kind of the only one that was, uh, you know, trying to hang on, uh, serving God. And God here tells him to go take him a wife of whoredoms and uh, children of whoredoms. Basically, uh, God said, Hosea, I want you to go marry a prostitute and start a family with her. And uh, what I found interesting in this is nowhere in the scripture uh, does it show that Hosea argued with God. Uh, He didn't ask those famous questions, why me, Lord? Why do I have to do this? Why would you do this to me? This, uh, You know, what did I do to deserve this? Uh, Hosea just blindly, you know, obeyed God. He he didn't argue with him. He didn't complain. He didn't ask questions. he just went, as we find in Hosea chapter 1, verse 3, it says, So he went and took Gomer, uh, and which conceived and bare him a son. Uh, so he took Gomer, uh, which was a prostitute, and they got married, and she conceived him a son. And if you finish through uh, chapter 1, uh, Hosea... Uh, God tells Hosea to marry a prostitute Uh, he doesn't know why he obeys he marries Gomer they begin a family but it doesn't take long and she leaves him and begins relationships with any man that will support her and her habits Uh, just like any other fleshly person they they like things Um, they like they have habits just like everybody else Uh, And she had returned back to the life in which she was living. Uh, If you look into it, uh, she was just going from uh, man to man, whoever would take care of her and support her needs and satisfy the things of the flesh. Uh, The interesting thing about this portion of the story is, is Hosea, even though she had left him, and at this time they had three children together, Uh, even though she left him and went back to that life and left the kids with him, uh, if you really look at the story, Hosea would actually go down uh, to the red light district, I guess you'd say, and he would give these men that she was with money to support her. So even though she was not with him, uh, he still cared for her. He still loved her. And he still had he still provided for her, kind of behind the scenes. And it reminds me of us and God. Uh, you know, God comes to us unconditionally. He loves us no matter what sins we've committed, uh, where we are at at that point in time in our life. Uh, he looks past all that, uh, and he just loves us and throughout our uh, christian walk uh, there's times where uh, you just you get busy with other things uh, you allow the flesh to take over and uh, you start to crave some of those old things cuz the bible says that uh, sin is pleasurable for a season uh, and that means that it's fun for a little while but at the end comes death So, just like Gomer, we go out and, uh, sometimes we stray too far. But the thing is, is God never completely leaves us. He's always watching over us. He's always providing for us. He's always taking care of us, no matter what position we're in. Because God loves us greatly. You know, this is the, what they say, the second greatest love story of the Bible next to Jesus Christ who gave his life for us and died upon the cross, that we should be saved, that we should have life and have it more abundantly. So we get into the situation where she's out and she's doing her thing. Hosea 3 and 1 said, Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel, who look to other gods and love flagons of wine. She had gotten to the point where she had been used so much that she had been tossed away. And so many times the um, the people of the world in the world, they use us up. And then once they're done with us, they just toss us away. Uh, God don't do that. God loves us and protects us and takes care of us the whole time. Uh, he's never done with us. If anybody is, it's we are done with Him sometimes and he he never loses that love for us. And at this point in the story, uh she had completely been used up. Nobody wanted her anymore. Uh nobody cared for her. She was no longer a prize and uh the the man that she was with at the time decided that he was going to place her for auction. He was going to sell her for a slave. And in those days, they would put them up on auction blocks. Uh, they would strip them naked, put them on an the auction block, and people would come in and they would bid on them. They were able to, to touch them and, uh, you know, be cruel to them. And they wanted them to see. And, of course, you know, you can just imagine if you've been to, a, say, a cattle auction or something like that. Uh, so I can picture Gromer up there uh, naked. On the platform, uh, men gawking and mistreating her and putting hands all over her. Uh, you think about some of the comments that you might hear uh, she's she's used up, she's done, you know what good is she? But God tells uh, Hosea in chapter chapter three verse one to go by her back, and again, he did not question God. So the Bible says in Hosea 3 verse 2 says, So I bought her to me for 15 pieces of silver and for a homer of barley and a half a homer of barley. So homer goes down. And if you can only close your eyes and picture the situation, you see Gomer being sold, being mistreated and ridiculed and, and, uh, out of nowhere, they start the auction. uh, You know, who will give me this much for her? Who will give me this much? Uh, and out of nowhere, Hosea comes and he says, I will buy her back. I will buy her. I will buy my wife back, my love. Uh, and he actually pays a great price for her at the time. And if you look at this, at the stuff uh Silver in the Bible means divinity, value, truth, and purification. And he paid 15 pieces of silver. Uh, Barley was used only to feed the animals at this time. It was a representation of how low she had fallen. And if you look at the actual numbers, number 15 represents rest, which comes after deliverance. The number 10 is a symbol of perfection. And number 5 is a symbol of God's grace, mercy, and favor. And just in, the, in what he spent for her, it shows that God can bring deliverance and rest. Uh, when, we, when we're stripped down naked and have nothing else uh, to prove or nothing else to give, uh, he can take something out of nothing. And he can give us deliverance and he can give us rest. And He can make us perfect. We are made perfect through the blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And that's the only way that we can be perfect. And five is a symbol of God's grace, mercy, and favor. When you get broken and you get to the bottom, which a lot of us have to reach before we can change, and we're stripped naked before God, where we're just totally open to Him and giving Him everything that we got, And basically saying, God, I I have nothing else. I need you now more than I've ever needed you. He can bring these things. You know, just through, you know, it's it's a sign, it's a message, it's one of those deep secrets or what they call nuggets of the Bible, where every portion of the story has a meaning. If you look at Hosea's name, it means salvation. If you look at Gomer's name, it means completion. And in the story overall, it shows that uh, it's a representation of what Jesus is going to do for us eventually when we get to the New Testament. It's an idea that Jesus came upon this earth, he lived a perfect life. He came for the, the sinners and the, the low lives and the people that nobody wanted. And he preached the gospel and he preached. Bore the stripes that we should be healed. He hung heavy on the cross. For the weight of our sins he bore them all. And he gave his life. He shed his blood as a sacrifice. Uh, and when he laid down and they put him in the grave. That, that was the end. That's where our fleshly man was laid down with our sins. And when he rose just like him we're to rise again with in perfection, only through His blood. It's nothing that we can obtain ourselves, but through His blood. And He can bring us that deliverance and that rest of mind and of soul and of spirit. And He can make us perfect. And He can show us grace and mercy for the rest of our days. And in Hosea chapter 3, verse 3, And I said unto her, Thou shalt abide for me many days, thou shalt not play the harlot, and thou shalt not be for another man, so will I also be for thee and Hosea is saying that what we're going to do here is we're going to we're going to start over again, we're going to start new, we're going to renew our vows, and we're going to begin a new relationship and when you give your life to Christ and you you're naked and open before him. And you lay it all out there. And He saves you. He comes into your heart. And He washes you with His precious blood. It is. It's like a new a new relationship. It's like renewing your vows. Even if you seem to have slipped away due to the pressures of this world and everything that's going on. Uh, when you renew that relationship, it says starting over again the Bible says He put our sins as far as the East is from the West never to be brought up again we can start that new relationship with Jesus we can start that new relationship with God uh, you know it, it's all in what you want because your salvation is not dependent up, upon God it, it's there for the taking it's whatever you want as far as a relationship uh, you just have to get to the point where that's what you want. That's what I, I see. God, I, I don't have anything else. I just want you. I just want to be with you. I want to serve you. And one thing that I, I like about this is, uh, you know, it takes someone as simple as me and Pastor John to sit here in a room and be able to minister to to. Five people, or hundreds of people, or thousands of people, or more—you know—because uh, that's our responsibility as Christians: is to minister the Word and to feed God's children, to strengthen y'all in faith um, and hope, increase the love. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed. The message, like I said, it's my first time. It was kind of short, uh, but it's something that's been speaking to me. And uh, I'm gonna ask, you know, Pastor John, do you have any comments or anything you want to add uh, or any questions?
0: Well, we got. I mean, it's an excellent message. I hope you understand it come across plainly and and everything and. You know, and it's just like you said, it's simply where there's me and you sitting here with five people or sitting in front of this microphone talking to the world. The same message is, is, is true. The same message is being spread just as it was back in the days when Jesus was here. You know, we just have a few more avenues this time to, to, to give it out on, which is cool. It enables me and you to sit here in this little room. And and talk to the world, you know, just like we were called to do. But, you know, this this message that, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things in here. But, you know, redemption, you know, I come across people every day telling me, well, I can't come to church. I did this or I'm not worthy of this prayer for this, that and the other. And I mean, this is just one of many stories in the Bible where he proves to us time and time again that that's not the case. You know, there's always an avenue out. There's a uh, there's room for redemption. His grace covers us. We're washed in the blood of the Lamb who died on the cross. And, you know, I just I try to reiterate to people the importance of, of just repenting your sins and going back to Christ. You know, none of us are perfect, as you said. We've all got a past. And but, you know, fortunately, we have that avenue to get back. <clears throat> and I think uh, a lot of people need to understand that and uh you know you'll explain yeah but you know this this and that and uh you know I like to use Paul you know this you know Paul murdered Christians you know and look what he did look what God did with him you know so yeah. i just think uh you know a lot of people need to hear that that there is a way back you're not trapped in your addiction you're not trapped in your sin you're not trapped in despair anxiety depression you're not trapped in that bad relationship that you know you shouldn't be in, um, your sinful ways. I mean, if if you're being convicted and you know you need to make a move, the ability to make that move is there. It's never too late. Never too late. So, you got anything else to, to add today? Or?
1: I do know. I'm trying to keep it kind of simple on my first one. <laughs> All right. So.
0: Well, we'd like to thank y'all for tuning in today. We invite you to subscribe uh, to our podcast. It's on all the major platforms. Find us on Facebook, Living Discipleship Ministries. Uh, you can find our email, Ministries at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from y'all. You can send us a message on Facebook. Send us an email. Let us know um, what you think of the podcast today. Get some words of encouragement for Steve here because I'm hoping that he comes back multiple times and uh you know him and i we have great discussions riding around in the truck or talking on the phone and, uh you know there's a lot of a lot of good information gets passed back and forth for both of us so uh y'all send us an email if you got any questions suggestions comments prayer requests anything like that and uh, we'd love to hear from you so uh until next time y'all take care and god bless